Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast. You are here for episode number 25, year two. It is early Saturday afternoon, and I am recording from my car today, my mobile recording studio, as I like to call it. Done this a few times today. It is because I needed to drop my daughter off and then hang around out and about until I go to work at the winery in a little while. Well, a few hours, actually. That's probably TMI, dear listener, but just always like to set the context of my recordings because the place I'm recording does influence me and also, I imagine, the place that you are listening influences you as well. But I am glad that you are listening today as I talk about yesterday, Friday, and I tell you how I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to the experience of the presence of God. Well, yesterday, my God presence moments came early, actually before sunrise. Well, the second one came at sunrise, as you'll see in the title and also hear soon. I've mentioned before on the podcast that when I get up at 5.15-ish in the morning, the first thing I do after coming downstairs is empty the dishwasher and dish drainer, if I must be precise. And um, in the past, I used to watch uh, clips from late night television the night before or previously, but that put me in a not great state uh, because as funny as Trevor Noah and Stephen Colbert and the others are, it's kind of a crazy world we're living in right now, even if we are laughing at it or maybe with it at times. So that did not put me in a great mindset for my day. So as I've said before, a few months ago, I started watching music videos, but not really just any music videos because I can't really pay a ton of attention to the screen as I'm, you know, moving dishes and putting things away. So I decided I would listen to and, and kind of watch out of one corner of my eye, live performances only. And yesterday morning, um, I was listening to a group that I'm really getting into lately, a group called Explosions in the Sky. Now, that is an unusual name, and they are an unusual band because, as far as I can tell, they are completely instrumental. I don't know that there's any vocals on their songs. There's four of them, four guys from Texas. Not sure which part of Texas. It is a big state. But they are um, guitars and percussion and um, I think some keyboards, and they play a range of, of instruments. But their music is rock, mostly, some pop sort of elements. But it is um, very dramatic and kind of with some symphonic elements. It, it kind of reminds me if you took, you know, some of the, what we would call classical music or symphonic music and, and did those arrangements just with electric guitars and, and drums and bass and keyboards and so forth. And um, you've probably heard their music before because they are the soundtrack for many different things. Their music is so evocative and so, I think, um, engaging, really, that many directors and producers have set various scenes in television and movies and so forth to their music to generate 
a feeling or an emotion in the viewer. So you probably heard that before. I'm going to um, tweet the um, and post the video that I was watching. It's um, a concert put forth by NPR. It is um, high definition, high quality, high production. It's kind of funny if you've ever looked at YouTube for various um, live footage. Uh, there is such a wide range of it. Um, you've got various artists doing these um, produced multiple cameras, high definition, edited uh, performances. Usually these are radio stations or uh, festivals broadcast by a radio station or uh, in this case NPR music does a ton, a ton of live things. And then you have on the other end of the spectrum, that's the high end, the other end of the spectrum, you have the um, somebody holding their cell phone at a concert kind of um, uh, video. Now, I will say those have gotten better over time because, you know, people have different, uh, better devices, cameras in many people's cell phones are pretty good and people will use, you know, holders or, you know, selfie sticks or whatever to, you know, capture that. So those aren't, aren't usually terrible, but the sound quality is always lower and they're shaking a lot and they're one angle and you get background noise and so forth. So I guess my feeling is, is if there's an artist you, that I really want to see, I'll look at it that way. But otherwise look for those HD, those, um, produced by, um, by professionals, um, and broadcast, so to speak by professionals. So explosions in the sky started me off and, and put me in a mood of uh, contemplation, put me in a mood of listening, really, because their music, it's good as background music, but if you really listen to it in a meditative type of state, it's, um, it's really pretty powerful. And that got me set up for the second God Presence moment, which I will share in a moment. Please stay with me through the break and I will be right back. Well, thank you for staying with me through the break. As I mentioned, the Explosions in the Sky concert got me ready for my classroom in the morning. Now, I've talked about my classroom before, and I really do try not to repeat things on this podcast. That being said, as I mentioned in yesterday's episode, the one I recorded yesterday, We humans do kind of get in loops, so I do frequent certain places more often than others, and obviously my classroom is one of those places, but I do try to vary this, so um, so do bear with me. Yesterday, though, it was about 8, 10 in the morning or so, and my classroom, which faces east, is um, one whole wall of windows, which I like. I do like that. They open, so that's how I get my ventilation in the summer, because I don't have air conditioning. Not summer, but warm months. And um, it overlooks, as I think I've said before here, a um, a kind of a lawn. It's kind of our front lawn for the school. It's not huge, but not tiny either. And when it's snow-covered, it's it's really quite beautiful. And there was a bit of snow out there. The, The snow we've had recently has kind of been a little scraggly, so you could see the grass through it. But... The sun was rising yesterday morning, and it was clear, and it was beautiful. And uh, it's at a place in the sky, which is um, in the southern sky, because it is winter, and I am here in Ohio, 
Northern Hemisphere. And um, it was coming up over some houses, and you could see it through a tree that is bare, of course, outside of my classroom. And I don't usually take pictures of things out in the wild, in the world, so to speak. But uh, I did yesterday, and um, I, I did tweet it out. You might have seen it if you follow me on Twitter. But I um, was really, it was just a moment, just a beautiful moment. And it was funny because the students, that's my study hall, and they, their backs are, are to the windows. I've set the desks up that way intentionally. And um, a number of them noticed. And they were like, one of them was like, hey, the, the sun is rising. And a few others turned around. And I think for me, generally speaking, sunrises are such God presence moments across the board. Now, I love sunrises and sunsets. Because they're, they're kind of funny things in the sense that they happen every day. We get a sunrise and a sunset, right? Some days, though, they are essentially blocked. At least the, the sun is. Well, well, the light changes, of course, because even if there's a lot of clouds or heavy clouds or rain or snow or something like that. But they happen every day. And many days, we just really can't see them very well. Other days, we, maybe they are visible. The sun is visible. But we're not paying attention. We're either asleep, literally, when the sun rises in the morning, or we're in a place where we can't see the sun, a windowless room or something, or we're just so busy going from place to place to place in our lives that we don't notice. And one of the things I always think is interesting is, is when you go on a trip to like a resort kind of place, a place in nature, maybe it's the beach, maybe it's the mountains, maybe it's a national park, whatever. And the sunset comes, especially if it's a place where there's good visibility of the sunset, people really make a, a, a big deal of watching the sunset, right? People will gather and people have their apps telling them when it happens. And it's really um, um, quite something. And I, I do remember times, especially being near the ocean on the West Coast, where the sun sets into the ocean, the Pacific Ocean over there, just it being dramatic and amazing and, and like this moment of holiness and sacred that the end of this day that is unlike any other day previous or later, it's just such a sacred, holy moment of the sunset, especially for me when it sinks into the ocean. Um, but sunrises are different, right? Because it's kind of easy to see a sunset. Most people are awake at, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, whenever the sun sets, right? You just have to be in the right place at the right time. You don't have to really make that much of an effort. You don't have to get up early is what I'm saying. And as one person, myself, who doesn't like to get up early, that's uh, an important uh, thing to consider. But sunrises are different because, again, they are early most of the time people don't go out to a place specifically to see the sunrise. And by definition, if you do, you got to go out in the darkness before the sun rises, right? But a lot of times when they happen, I, I think sunrises are even more powerful because of the rarity, again, of, of watching them, but also what they symbolize. If the sunset is the end of a day, completion, wholeness, transition from the day into the night and the symbolism of what night represents in so many different ways, sunrise is hope, right? 
the long night is over and the darkness is ending and the sun, which primitive people must have wondered if it was going to come up some days, it is, it rises, it happens. And I think being there for that, like I was yesterday in my classroom, is a particularly holy moment. And I felt that yesterday. I really felt God's presence in the moment. And um, I'm glad I took a picture of it. And I'm glad the photo came out pretty well. And I will, of course, tweet the photo out also. And I didn't have a soundtrack yesterday as the sun was rising. You probably know where this is going. But if I did, it would have been explosions in the sky, which was in my mind, certainly, because I had watched them earlier. So even if I didn't have a soundtrack running, because it was study hall and I, you know, it's got to be relatively quiet in there. It was in my mind playing explosions in the sky because that's what a sunrise is, isn't it? So just to conclude here, how about yourself? When have you witnessed a sunset or a sunrise recently? And when you did, did you experience God's presence in that? Was that a moment of gratitude, a moment of grace, a moment of, of fullness and sanctity and wonder and awe and all those other aspects that God's presence moments bring to us naturally and, and in the course of our lives? When have you experienced that recently? And if you haven't, what's stopping you from experiencing them? You know, finding what time the sun rises is pretty easy these days on your phone, online. And um, how about getting up early on a morning that's clear and watching and praying and saying thank you and yes to the new day. As always, thank you so much for listening. Blessings and peace.